0: This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with StepWork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started.
1: Hi, my name is Stephanie. I'm an addict. And uh, my clean date is the 22nd of December, 2009. I'm living in Aotearoa, New Zealand. My home group is the Phoenix meeting on a Wednesday night in Phillipstown, Christchurch. 21st of April, communicating respect. When we regard one another with respect, we open the door to a different kind of communication. Living Clean, Chapter 7, Principles, Practice and Perspective. Outside NA, in our specific cultures or neighbourhoods, respect was often something we demanded of others or felt we were entitled to based on our status in the community or our egos. Our communication around respect had one purpose, getting our own way. What matters was how superbly articulate we were about our beliefs, our willingness to go to battle for every one of our opinions and the sheer loudness of our voice. And if we weren't among those with status or volume, we usually gave in to their demands. Inside NA, practising respect as a spiritual principle has nothing to do with getting our own way or handing over our power to those who command it. Regarding others with respect includes paying attention to how we are communicating, with our voice, facial expressions, body language or our silence and then honestly examining how people hear and respond to us. If I approach another member with my claws out, one member shared, I shouldn't be surprised if they react by slashing back. Ideally, practising respect results in more inclusivity of opinions and more equality in participation. Communicating our respect prioritises listening over speaking, our common welfare over selfishness. We try to make space for others rather than cutting them out. In NA, respect breeds trust, safety and well-being, not fear, fragility and oversized egos. This perspective takes plenty of work and plenty of unlearning. For one thing, we must work against our own feelings of superiority, inferiority or indifference. A member who's been around for a while described their experience. Working the NA steps has made my own beliefs less fragile. I don't have to defend them as fearlessly as I did before, and I don't have to express my opinion about everything. Just because someone else's or the group's opinion is different from ours, doesn't mean they're wrong. And if they are wrong, is this a battle that must be fought, or can we make peace and be a part of a solution? How am I communicating respect to my fellow NA members today? How am I being respectful to the meeting, to the group's conscience, to the traditions, and to NA as a whole? Thanks for letting me read.
0: All right, welcome back, everyone. This is April 21st. We're here with Elizabeth D. Elizabeth, can you tell us your clean date, where you attend meetings, and can you give your home group a shout out? Yes,
2: my name's Elizabeth D. My clean date is January 5th of 2018 my home group is isn't that funny <laughs> holy it's cow
0: it's all good where, oh my... where do you attend meetings at
2: lake st louis missouri.
0: missouri lakeside
2: recovery there oh. it just went it went away so sorry lakeside <laughs> That's all
0: <good>. so elizabeth <laughs> what's your thoughts on on the reading communicating respect
2: well I don't think you can have anything without respect. I believe that it's something that I've had to learn. I thought I had self-respect before I came into the rooms. I absolutely did not. Mm. Um, I thought I could show other people respect. I did not. It was my way or the highway. And I am very glad to tell you that I do my best to be respectful. I listen it's very, very important for us, for our unity, for us all to respect each other.
0: Okay. And, and did that start like when you got clean? Was that was that something that a sponsor, a home group, kind of started guiding you through, talking to you about, or uh, where did that, where did your desire to be just like a respectful type of citizen, when did that start to happen?
2: Well, I was raised in a home where you were taught to be respectful, just like I was raised in a home that said, don't do any drugs, don't do that stuff. So I knew the difference between right and wrong. Um, But as my disease progressed, I became less respectful, stepping on other people's toes, doing whatever I had to do to climb the ladder, uh, those kinds of things. And when I got in the rooms, I don't know that anybody taught me that immediately. I just knew I didn't want to be the disrespectful person that I was. And I was in a room, my first home group with a lot of, there was a lot of clean time in there and I watched them and they set an example. And that's how I, that's how I learned that.
0: What were some of the things that you saw in that, in that first group?
2: I saw people getting taken aside after the group where they said it's not respectful to talk when someone else is speaking. Oh, right on. It's not respectful yeah. to roll your eyes. It's not respectful to get up and walk around and do all sorts of things. I realize, you know, sometimes people at the beginning of their recovery, they can't sit still. And I respect that too. But after a while, one of the people with more experience I think it's such a good idea to pull them aside and say Hmm. we don't we don't do that when someone if you need to get up wait till the person who's sharing is done
0: no that's really cool yeah and and that's what really when I go 12 step two that's what the old timers they kind of put you know we we just weren't allowed to get up (laughs) you know during the meeting but they would they would yell at us and shit like that but you know meeting etiquette is a really big you know, is a is a big thing. I'm really grateful that they taught me how to, you know, just to to be very respectful to other addicts while the meeting's going on. You know, to have that, to have that place to where it's like, hey, you know, we can we can recover here. You know, because the basic text is really clear. It's like, look, recovery is what happens in our meeting. When we start to unpack that. You know, part of recovery is, look, oh, man, like I need to be able to hear you. And you need to be able to hear me so we can have that spiritual, you know, that spiritual connection that happens whenever we get real with one another. And we can't do that, man, if it's like an environment to where it's just it's so chaotic that I can't, you know, that I can't hear you and I don't feel comfortable talking. So so
2: I have a problem um, with the chaos and it's really hard for me to sit there. That's when I have to shut my eyes because I am powerless over those other people. <laughs> I'm just totally powerless and um, I do understand that a lot of it is attention seeking behavior, which I don't participate in because of the way I feel my respect, my respect towards my recovery and everyone else's recovery. We're all just trying to stay clean, listen to each other and get a good message. And uh, I will tell you if I'm being completely honest, sometimes I just wanna stand up and shove the person in the chair and say will you shut up right (laughs) it's not funny we don't need all of your antidotes at the end of the things that we say and I realize all meetings are different and I can choose to not go to the meetings that do a lot of participatory things like that but uh that's just me and that's part of what I have to work on is it's being respectful to people that are different and have a different way of doing things. And I'm not always completely successful at that.
0: And you know what, and that's okay too, man. Look, like both sides are okay. And that, and that's, what's really cool about it in a, like there, it's a big enough tent that, you know, we, we, we can all fit in, you know, we can all, we're all welcome here. And, and, you know, it irks me too, man. Like I, I have to, I have to be intentional on just being okay. I close my eyes too. I have for years now, you know, I, I close my eyes. I just kind of You know, I like HP work through these people and and touch my spirit, work through me to touch their spirit. And I try to get down with that Um, and I'm better off for it. But man, like when people yell out during the readings and shit, (laughs) for some reason, it just irks me. I don't know why. Like, does does it really like, you know, are they doing it to me? No. Are they doing it because, you know, maybe they like it. Maybe it was taught to them. Who the fuck knows? Right. Like different areas have like their different things and their different sayings. But it fucking irks me. I'll tell you one thing though that that um that happened this past week. I was up in Minnesota traveling and was at a meeting. and this dude, um, you know, he so he was sharing why while he was sharing, he was talking about, you know, I think he had like thirty days clean and uh, was from a institution that that brought the the folk there at the meeting. But check this out before and after he was sharing. um he was eating pork rinds. The, the loudest fucking crunch you've ever heard elizabeth i'm talking about you know during the meeting like that you know and then crinkling the bag up and getting a walmart bag out and just you know just just fucking poorly behaved like, poorly behaved and so years ago man what, what you know, they, they, I've had the experience of sharing and just confronting that shit during the meeting and, and you know, and whatever, really, really in poor taste. Like I was wrong in a lot of situations when I've done that the other day, though, after the meeting, I went up and I talked, and I and I hope I hope this, this this dude somehow would be listening to the podcast because it's it's nothing but love. But, you know, I talked to him afterwards and I was like, man, did, did you see how in like while you were sharing, we were all quiet and we were all leaning forward to hear what you had to say, man, because we love you. He was like, yeah. And I was like, you didn't, you know, you didn't pay that to anybody else while they were sharing. You know, you were, behaved very poorly at the meeting, you know, and I tried to talk to him a little bit about that. And he was really receptive. And I left there thinking, you know what, man, if I would have blew it up during the meeting, he don't hear a fucking thing. I hit him with love afterwards. And who knows, man, who knows? Maybe he. You know, he doesn't eat pork rinds at the next meeting that he goes don't, to. Don't you think that's one, of,
2: that's one of the greatest things about recovery, because that's open mindedness. And he if he could accept that from you as not criticism, you know, and do that addict thing. Yeah. I'm a bad person. I'm ashamed. All that kind of stuff. Then that's a win win. And he'll pass that on to somebody down the line. Yeah. And Hopefully. it's all out of
0: love, Elizabeth, you know, and that's of the course cool thing, it man. is it's like it's like like, bro. While you're doing all that shit, you're not in tune with the meeting. Like you're drowning. You know you're drowning, man. With thirty days clean, like I, I was fucking drowning. Show me how not to drown.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. I uh, respect is probably the biggest spiritual principle because it it comes up in all of your daily living, your meetings, your sponsor. I have to show respect for my sponsor when she's available, when she isn't. You know, if she says I can't call after eight o'clock, then I don't call after eight o'clock. I have a whole list of people I can call if she's not available. There's respect is needed in in so much of this. Even respect about cleaning up after yourself at the meetings, instead of just getting up and leaving and leaving the coffee mess and leaving the pamphlets out. The same people shouldn't have to do that every single time. And that's part of respect.
0: Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless.